0: Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Monday, February 7th, 2022, and this is day 1423 of our journey together. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you above all others, You are our Abba Father, and I thank you so much. Thank you for loving us unconditionally and showing us how to do the same with others. Thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Glory to God, everyone. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Today's message is, we all need encouragement. Yep, we all need it. God created us in his image, and he knew that we would need to be encouraged. And the key is, uh, each of us should be doing this with one another encouraging each other. All right, so let's see how Paul did it in Acts chapter 20, starting at verse 1 through 6. <clears throat> it says, when the uproar had ended, and this is after, um, we talked about this yesterday, after the uh, craftsman uh, that made um, these little statuettes, the uh, for um, he was a silversmith, and after he He saw that uh, these little statues he would make um, were not going to be selling well because Paul (laughs) was leading many people to Christ and uh, he didn't like it. So he created an uproar and uh, he made it seem as though uh, Paul was demeaning their goddess Artemis and he would this gentleman made little statuettes of Artemis and, and it was interfering with his money. So it created an uproar uh, to the point of where people were losing their minds, uh, getting upset and shouting for two hours straight uh, about uh, these, the people that they felt were going against their goddess. But God protected um, Paul and his people. And so after this were the people that were with Paul. So now this is where we are. It says, when the uproar had ended, Paul sent for the disciples and after encouraging them said goodbye and set out for Macedonia. He traveled through that area speaking many words of encouragement to the people and finally arrived in Greece where he stayed three months because some Jews had plotted against him just as he was about to sail for Syria. He decided to go back through Macedonia. He was accompanied by Sopater, Sip- son of Pyrrhus from Berea, Aristicus, and uh, Secundus from Thessalonica, Gaius from Derby, Timothy also, and Tychius, and uh, Trophimus from the province of Asia. These men went on ahead and waited for us at Troas, but we sailed from Philippi after the festival of unleavened bread and five days later joined the others at Troas, where we stayed seven days. And so Luke is speaking here when he said us and we, uh, Luke uh, had joined the group and was with Paul and you notice here that um all these different men that were with him and they were traveling with Paul uh representing churches that Paul had started in Asia, and each was carrying an offering mm, glory to God from his from his home church to be given to the believers in Jerusalem, having each man deliver the gift gave the gifts a personal touch and strengthened the unity of the believers isn't that powerful they were all with him for a reason they all came bearing gifts to encourage the people in these in the different churches in the different towns to encourage them to continue on to let them know they were not alone that they were with them Uh, they were there to support them financially through their words and and through their actions to let them know how much they love them and to continue on isn't that powerful intentionally they were traveling these long distances to go specifically to encourage others to encourage the brothers and sisters in the Lord to continue on doing what God called them to do. Point number one, encourage is to to give support, confidence, or hope to someone. So often God will send someone when you least expect it to give you words of encouragement or even financial support he created us to love one another just as he loves us. For God is love, and we are created in his image. So many people work in environments where it, it can be very stressful, downness and hard. I think about <clears throat> the nurses, you hear a lot about them. And uh, we're not in their world and they're they're working in in this environment uh, where they're saying they're getting even more stressed out, more people constantly getting sick, and we don't hear about it all the time. And people were sending lunches. I remember those, you know, sending uh, people there with gifts to encourage them. Or I remember seeing on the news where even in nursing homes where people would stand outside the the doors or outside the windows and sing songs to them to encourage them we all need encouragement sometimes and we need to be willing to share it with others as well God knows it and he's shown us great mercy and grace and and he expects us to do the same with others by giving words of encouragement Point number two, Romans 12 and 13 says, share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. There'll be times when people are in need and, and sometimes they will be even in need to, for a place to stay and, and or a meal. So that's part of the hospitality that we're sharing and that encourages the heart of the people. We all need encouragement from time to time, Romans twelve and ten says, "Be devoted to one another in love, honor one another above yourselves. So if we put others above ourselves, we can't help but be an encouragement right we're going to put we're going to be selfless and put others' needs uh their uh what they're going through before us before ourselves." How can I help you? And no one else needs to know it. It could be you just see them and you go and you slip some money in their hand. I remember my sister Joyce telling me about one day in church how the Lord put on her heart to to give someone uh, a hundred dollars or no, it was actually more than that. It was it was enough to pay their light bill. And uh, the Lord gave her a number and I think it was around two hundred or so. And she wrote a check and she went to that person and just put it in their hand and they just cried and cried and was so it was happy tears and it encouraged them uh, to continue on to let them know you're not alone you're loved God cares about you so much that he sent that person over to you uh, just for you, most children do it naturally. They draw pictures or write kind words for you, you know when they're little, they always do that and i it, and I even have pictures right now from Savea and little writings I mean she would do this on a daily basis. <laughs> I mean, cut out hearts and bring it to me here, Nana. this is for you uh it is it is amazing how they encourage. Us so much. My little granddaughter. Oh, I have two now. My spiritual granddaughter, who is my granddaughter as well, Loriana. My for my birthday. Um, Trina sent me a video of Loriana singing happy birthday to me. She did three takes. <laughs> and she put so much emphasis on the ending of the song and and happy birthday to you and just said it for a long time and it just it brought me such joy and every time if i think i'm feeling down i just listen to that and it just makes me smile. It makes me laugh. It encourages me. I said, this little Oriana is a superstar. I mean, just <laughs> and and she sang it from her heart. And we too should be just like these kids when they do it, our children. I remember one day I was um, down at the church, unloading food or different things for a Wednesday night service. And it was dark. It was during the winter. It was really cold and it was just me by myself. And uh, this truck pulls up and parks behind me uh, and, I'm, and their lights are on. And I'm thinking, OK, who is this? Doesn't look familiar as I'm grabbing bags and trying not to have too many in my hand, hands because, you know, I want to be free to do whatever I need to do. <laughs> and the person approaches me and I notice they have on like a reflective vest. Uh, like people when they're working for the city and they're outside working on things and on the highways and things. And and he came up to me and he said, Merry Christmas. And he gave me money. He shook my hand and put money in my hand. And I thought, oh my goodness, thank you, sir. And I got in the church and opened my hand to see how much it was because it was dark outside or what it was. I knew it was money. And it was a hundred dollar bill. And I was in the church and I just laid out on the floor at that moment. <laughs> just just the thought that a stranger or somebody I didn't know would do this for me. And, and it just encouraged me to continue on doing what God had called me to do. See, God will do that on purpose. He's intentional too, you know, and he'll send people your way to let you know that he's proud of you, continue the work that he's called you to do. And sometimes you'll get put down because others, you know, those working for Satan, uh, that Satan works through people, will come along and say things that can be so hurtful. And it's like, wow, I can't believe they said that to me. What have I done to them? I've done nothing but kind to them. How could they do that to me, you know? Um, So there was a story our pastor told us years ago, About uh, a mother uh, that that loved her daughter so much. Her daughter was a teenager, and her mother, the mother, had her hands were burned. They looked really bad, and the daughter was ashamed of her mother's hands, and uh, would encourage her mother to step out of the room when her friends were over, something like that. And she didn't. She was embarrassed of her mother's hands. And the mother one day shared the story with her why her hands were like that. And she said one day there was a fire and she knew that her daughter, her baby girl was in that room where the fire was and she had to save her. And when she went to save her, her hands burned up to sacrificing to cover the child so she wouldn't be burned. She was burned instead. And the daughter never knew And felt so bad when the mother told her that. And they were able to reconcile. And, you know, the mother never told her the story. But that was why. And sometimes we can look at people and judge them and put them down based upon the way they look or the way they sound or the way they act. We really don't even know what they've gone through. God is saying, I want you to encourage and uplift and edify, not put down and not judge not judge based upon life, by the way somebody looks or acts. We have no idea of what they are dealing with. So when we practice encouraging others, we too are blessed. Mm. What are some things you can do to encourage someone else? We must be intentional about it daily. And God will, will say to you, well done, my good and faithful servant. That is what we want to hear, right? We want to hear those words. Uh, A couple of years ago, I think it's been a couple of years ago now, uh, my daughter and son-in-law in in Texas were needing to move and there was no one else there to really help them. And, uh, you know, they could not at that time afford to get movers and all the different things. They had done that before. And... I was talking to my husband, we were talking about maybe we could just go down and surprise him and help him. And we knew that we needed someone else to go with us because <laughs> we couldn't do all the lifting either. And my husband is not able to do lifting like he used to. So he was willing to be the driver and, you know, we would buy the food and help pay for <clears throat> the help that was needed. So we talked to my son and daughter-in-love, Shabazz, Gary and Shabazz, and said, hey, would y'all want to go? And it was real impromptu. It was just like real short notice. You want to go like in a few days to go to Texas. And uh, we'll drive. We'll pay for everything. And, you know, if you all would go with us and be the muscle to help be the muscle to help them pack and we could help pack. And, you know, and they only had so many days and they were just, I could tell, hear my daughter's voice that they were really kind of sad and she was just trying to figure out what they were going to do. And they said, sure, we'll go. We've got time. And I was, it was just a perfect timing Because I know their schedule. Oh my goodness. We typically have to book an appointment just to sometimes talk to them. They're always so busy <laughs> and for them to say, yes, we can go. We packed up, you know, and went, of course, took my granddaughter. She's our road dog with us. And, um, drove up and surprised them and they were just shocked and it brought us great joy and my niece uh and and her husband our nephew uh came and helped it was awesome it was Brittany and corwin were there and their and my new little little great nephew and we just had a great time talking and laughing and packing up things and and uh well my son and uh nephew did the heavy lifting with my son-in-love. It was wonderful. And I will forever remember the joy and laughter. We stayed for two days and and then we went came back home and they were able to move and and get everything situated and they were so grateful. But it was encouraging and sometimes we are in a position where we need it. And other times we're in the position to give it, and we should always share it with others, just like Paul did. the example of Paul and all of them Barnabas, oh my gosh, Barnabas in the Bible, his word meant his name means encourager, so are we we are we are uh, created to encourage one another. So continue doing that. Keep up the good work. And if you're not and you feel like I need to do more of it, do more of it. If you're in need of encouragement, you know what I found? When we give it, it naturally comes back to us. We can't help it. But be uh, considerate and conscientious of others as we're looking around in our environments. You know, Lord, show me who is in need right here in this mist where I am. What do I need to do? What would you have me to do? and then do it. Oh, you will be so blessed. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and nine says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the ultimate, ultimate thing that God would have us to do is to accept Jesus. And it is your choice. He never forces us to do anything against our own will. So it is our choice to spend eternity with Jesus. And the opposite would be eternity in hell. And we don't want that. And God never created hell for us. But there will be many who have chosen to serve uh, Satan and not God. But this is your day. So if you choose it, glory be to God. If you choose to follow the Lord, we are so excited for you. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org. J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. And please don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org. Check out what we're doing in the community with our youth to encourage and uplift them as well, teaching them workforce, life skills, and entrepreneurship development, getting them ready to be successful. Please partner with us and uh, be a support. We truly appreciate you.